You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones, here with your noon news for Thursday, February 16th, 2023. Iowa fuel prices saw limited movement over the past week, according to AAA Iowa and the Iowa Department of Agriculture. As of Wednesday, February 15th, the cost of regular unleaded gasoline averaged $3.26 per gallon across the state, a $0.03 drop from last week's price and $0.05 lower than a year ago. The national average for gasoline on Wednesday was down $0.03 to $3.42 per gallon. Retail diesel prices in the state were down $0.07 to $4.14 per gallon. Iowa prices remained 40 cents below the national average for diesel at 4.54 per gallon but are still 45 cents over last year's price. Wholesale ethanol was unchanged from 2.16 per gallon. Home home heating fuels were mixed as propane prices held steady at $1.94 per gallon. Home heating oil prices fell 4 cents to 3.53 per gallon and natural gas prices at the Henry Hub reporting site climbed 8 cents to $2.52 per MMBTU. The Carroll City Council continued its fiscal year 2024 budget preparation earlier this week by exploring the potential impact of a state heir on FY24 property valuation rollbacks. The most recent step in this process was to host a public hearing on the proposed maximum property tax levy, which includes most but not all available levies for the city. Finance Director Laura Schaefer says the published notice appears to show local taxes revenues decreasing in FY24. It does a comparison. Part of the agenda packet did have a comparison of the different levies that we're supposed to be looking at. They include, for which the city of Carroll is doing their comparison, is the 810, the liability, the tort liability levy, and the employee benefit. And you do a comparison of last year's numbers to what's being proposed for this year, and then if that's up or down for for the year. Actually, this year um, it is showing a decrease of 0.76% in property tax dollars being requested from last year. The published rate for Monday's hearing was 10.48968 per $1,000 of taxable valuations. With all levies included, the proposed rate for FY24 was 11.89678, but Schaefer says that figure may need to be adjusted due to the state's mistake. They're looking at changing the rollback from 56.49% to 54.65%, which is a decrease of about 1.8%. And we're waiting for the legislature to either officially approve that change or it's gonna die. I guess what we're being told from the people that we have contacts at the state is more likely it'll get passed this week. So if that's the case, then that'll affect our taxable valuation that we've been working with all along and we will have to figure out what we want to do. Officials did not receive any comments from the public during the hearing and voted unanimously to approve the proposed maximum property tax asking. The Iowa legislature approved a bill yesterday that would implement the state's rollback changes, and Governor Kim Reynolds is expected to sign it into law quickly. Schaefer says almost every entity in the state that generates revenue through property taxes will be affected by this. I would venture to guess we're not the only city this far down the path of working through our budgets. So now we're trying to figure out what to do and what this total impact will be to our budget. Because we won't know that stuff until we get those taxable valuations from the county auditors. And once the state passes this, they give the county auditors, I, I believe it's like 15 days to do their work so that we can get new updated taxable valuations. 
we've been in contact with our county auditor and she's well aware of all, everything going on and she'll work her darndest to get that those numbers turned around as quickly as she can. The bill passed by legislators extends the budget deadline by a month to April 30th. Early estimates are the city of Carroll will lose between $100,000 and $125,000 in tax revenues due to the change. The council did not indicate how they plan to adapt to the rollback adjustment, but it is expected to appear on the agenda in upcoming meetings. And traveling staff office hours for Senator Chuck Grassley's regional directors begin in the listening area tomorrow. While Grassley will not be in attendance at these meetings, his regional directors will be. Grassley says, my top priority is to serve the people of Iowa. Traveling office hours is one way of doing that. Throughout the year, my regional staff helps Iowans work through issues they have with the federal government. I encourage anyone experiencing problems to stop by my staff office hours in their area. Iowans are always welcome to reach out directly to any of my offices throughout the year. The first scheduled stop in the Carroll Broadcasting region is on Friday, February 17th in Buena Vista County at Storm Lake City Hall from 1 to 2 p.m. Grassley's representatives will be in Audubon County at the end of next week, Friday, February 24th at the Audubon Economic Development Office from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Staff wraps up the latest rounds of visits to the area on Thursday, March 2nd in Carroll County at the Region 12 Council of Governments Building from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Constituents regularly find help with problems concerning Social Security payments, military service matters, immigration cases, veteran benefits, IRS issues, and more by attending any of these meetings. The full schedule of upcoming traveling office hours is included with this story on our website. And we do need to step away here briefly for just a moment. We'll be right back. More news is on the way after this on KCIM. Today's hog barns protect pigs from injury and illness and provide comfortable temperature all year round. These are all things you should consider when building a new hog barn or repairing and maintaining one. Hi, it's Blake. Call my parents Ryan and Heidi Clucky at NextGen Egg Supply for all your hog barn needs. We carry repair and maintenance parts in our retail store right here in Templeton. For experience and knowledge in the parts you need now, we're here to help. NextGen Egg Supply in Templeton. Hey Tommy, I need a new vehicle. I got you. We have 2022 and 2023 models in stock or coming soon. I think a four-wheel drive or an all-wheel drive would be good. I got you. I have Jeep Cherokees, a Wagoneer, a Compass. How about a Wrangler? Durango? Charger? I might need a truck. I got you. We have half tons and three-quarter tons in stock. Well, with the girls at home, maybe a Pacifica? I got you. We have Pacificas in stock with all-wheel drive or even a hybrid. Sweet. Let's take a look. Come on down to Champion here in Rockwell City. Champion, your Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cohns reporting. The Iowa Economic Development Authority and Governor Kim Reynolds announced this week that another $2 million is being invested into the state's manufacturing sector to support Iowa's largest industry. Manufacturing 4.0 was launched over two years ago to keep Iowa's manufacturers competitive in the global marketplace. Reynolds says the Manufacturing 4.0 grant program is doing exactly what we intended, helping businesses grow and compete amid a rapidly changing landscape. Manufacturers are using these grants to increase productivity, train workers, improve safety, and cut costs. We now have the opportunity to help more manufacturers invest in technology to support their workforce, promote competition, and ensure future growth. Manufacturing grant opportunities are available for companies with between 3 and 150 employees. Awards of up to $75,000 will be awarded to companies, and a one-to-one -one match is required. To date, public and private investment through Manufacturing 4.0 has topped $31 million. 
Links with more information on the program and application materials are included with this story on our website. Applications open on March 1st and will be accepted on a rolling basis until all funds are allocated. A bill to reinstate the death penalty in Iowa for kidnapping, raping, and murdering a person under the age of 18 has cleared one hurdle in the Iowa Senate, but it faces key opposition in the Iowa House. Senator Brad Zahn, a Republican from Urbandale, says with new members making up about a third of the legislature this year, he's making another try. No, we haven't been successful before, but I do plan on running it through judiciary, and, and uh, you know, this is very narrowly written. Zahn is chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Republican Representative Stephen Holt of Denison is chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. Holt says he could support the death penalty on moral grounds, but there are too many practical problems with it. Getting the drugs for a lethal injection have become increasingly difficult, and Holt says there are people who've been sentenced to death who have later been exonerated. And it's just extremely expensive to keep someone on, uh, on death row. We actually have life in prison in Iowa, unlike in a lot of other states. Life in prison is life in prison in Iowa. During a Senate subcommittee hearing Wednesday, a representative of the state's four Catholic bishops spoke out against the death penalty. Reverend Heather Wachendorf of New Beginnings Christian Church in Urbandale was among three pastors who testified. When the punishment is the same as the crime, we should stop and question the law. Taking another person's life is never okay. Terry Pierce of West Des Moines was the only member of the public at Wednesday's hearing who spoke in favor of the limited form of capital punishment that's outlined in the bill. We're talking about an adult committing a crime against an innocent child. In my opinion, the penalty couldn't be harsh enough. Iowa abolished the death penalty in 1965. In 1995, the Iowa House narrowly voted to reinstate capital punishment, but that bill was defeated in the Iowa Senate. And Glidden City officials are seeking the public's feedback regarding the plaza updates for the planned Liberty Rock project. In the summer of 2021, the city, with support from the community, moved a massive boulder into Northland Park just off of Highway 30. Phase 1 of the project was put out for bid at the council's January 23rd meeting, which includes the concrete layout and the electrical portion estimated anywhere from $30,000 to $40,000. Earlier this week, city officials shared two designs on their social media pages asking the public which option they preferred. Individuals have until Tuesday, February 21st, to provide their feedback. For more information and to provide uh, your input, residents can contact Glidden City Hall at 712-659-3010. Photos of both of the layouts can be found included with this story on our website. And again, uh, the Liberty Rock Project over in Glidden features uh, patriotic uh, artwork by Ray Bubba Sorensen, uh, well known for doing the Freedom Rocks throughout the state of Iowa. And it features, uh, the Glidden Rock features uh, artwork that applies and is relevant to the community of Glidden and the immediately surrounding area. That is going to wrap up your look at the midday news right here on KCIM. For these stories and many more, check us out online by following us on Facebook and Twitter, on the web at 1380kcim.com, or through the Carroll Broadcasting mobile app. I'm Nathan Cones reporting.